Last Sunday during the scripture reading during worship, the Ruffners were gathered on the couch in our living room and Olivia looked over and said, don't we usually read this story during Easter? My chest swelled with pride and I said enthusiastically, yes, yes we do. But we're reading it this Sunday because it has some truth for us during this time. I'm so grateful for our children's ministry here at Preston Hollow Presbyterian Church, and I'm so thankful for Olivia's Sunday school teachers that have been partners with us in her faith formation. Like last Sunday, we're going to turn to another story from the Gospels that is usually reserved for Easter, because I believe this story has some truth and guidance for us as we seek to live these days. So friends, uh, hear this story from the Gospel of John and listen for the word of the Lord to all of us this day. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples, Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. And they went out and got into the boat. But that night, they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, "Uh, children, you have no fish, have you? And they answered him, no. And he said to them, "Uh, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes for he was naked and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with two fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Where do we go from here? What do we do now? Will it happen again? Are we safe? Could we be next? Who can we trust? I imagine these are the questions the disciples asked after they watched Jesus be executed by the Roman Empire. I imagine that these are the questions that haunt them as they flee the scene and begin to wonder what their future would hold. The disciples uh, find themselves in between the place of the known past and the place of the not known future. 
in our passage today. Our Episcopal brothers and sisters have a name for that time. It occurs during their Holy Week liturgy. It's what our Episcopal friends call Holy Saturday. Holy Saturday for our Episcopal friends is set apart in the Holy Week liturgy to orient them towards the liminal space that is found between the life of Jesus and the death of Jesus and well between Christ's death and life. Holy Saturday claims that liminal space. It claims the time in between time. As people, we have come to know that Holy Saturday. That liminal space can last much longer than just a day. In fact, we've been living in between time for this past year. Living in the space in between COVID and a vaccine. In between the time of uh, in-person school and digital classrooms. In between the space of offices and now Zoom. We've been living in the in-between time of uh, visiting family, gathering, in complete isolation. In the in-between time of walking a loved one through death and the grief that lingers when we are left to grieve alone. Frankly, that's enough liminal space for a lifetime. But then the siege of the U.S. Capitol has left us all living in a new liminal space. Uh, I believe asking similar questions as the disciples, holding our breath, wondering, is it going to happen again? Will it happen closer to home next time? Are we safe? Who can we trust? The scriptures uh, reveal that the disciples weren't any better at having answers for those questions than we are, which I have to say brings me great comfort right now. I mean, if you don't know uh, how you feel, or how you're doing, or what you or we should be doing next, it seems that you're in, com it seems you're in good company. In fact, we learn from the text that the disciples, when faced with the grief and anxiety, fear and trauma of experiencing the execution of the one that they have come to know as Lord, they do what we did this week. They went back to work. They went back to business as usual. They went back to life as they knew it. I mean, what else are you going to do? But the text uh, reveals something pretty interesting. The disciples, uh, after having experienced all that they have, uh, they aren't the same people when they go back. When they go back to work carrying the pain and the trauma and their collective grief, simply put, they weren't very good at their jobs. I mean, they fished all night, and they came up empty. What they had experienced uh, changed them. I don't know, maybe uh, the fish just weren't biting that day. The few times I've fished in my life, I found myself saying the same thing 
though it doesn't make it true. Maybe I'm just not good at fishing, as they say. No, I believe the disciples went back uh, as a changed and different people. Though they just don't know what that means. Because they are living uh, in the space of knowing who they were with Christ, but not sure who they are to be without him. They're living in the in-between space, the liminal space of knowing and not knowing. Friends, it seems that's where we find ourselves on this Sunday in America. We find ourselves in the liminal space of having known a particular way of life, a particular understanding of discourse, and now the unknown future. It can be a lonely place to be. Liminal space can be a place of fear and unrest and disorientation. But it is in that very place that the disciples are found again. The good news of Holy Saturday is that we come to know the promise of the psalmist. That there is uh, no place that we can go where God is not. Apparently not even in the time in between time. For it seems that that promise is true even here. We are never alone because after fishing all night and coming up empty, the disciples look up to discover the Christ waiting for them in the midst of uh, the scarcity of their fishing efforts. They find an abundance waiting for them on the shore. For not only are they known, they will walk into the future resting on the abundant love, grace, and mercy of Jesus Christ who is waiting for them to show them a new way. Several years ago, a beloved member of our own community lost his wife. She was the yin to his yang they were a package deal and an unbelievable team and so naturally when she died he was left utterly grief stricken her death meant that she would never have to suffer again and boy did she she suffer but he ached deep in his bones with the thought of living without her The morning after she died, he found himself in the in-between time of knowing life one way and not knowing how to be without her. He could barely sleep. He got up really early and he made a pot of coffee. He was sitting in silence when the house phone rang. It was one of his friends. His friend told him, get dressed, I'm coming to pick you up and we're going out to breakfast. The man tried to make an excuse, you know, I just, I didn't sleep very well, but his friend had none of it. And reluctantly, he did as he was told. He went into his room and he got dressed and 10 minutes later, sure enough, there was his friend pulled up right in front of his house. He got in the car. 
and they drove in silence to breakfast. When they arrived uh, at their breakfast spot, they found two others were waiting for them at a table. They had already ordered a, a feast, was waiting for them all. This man was different, forever changed. He didn't know what else to do, but the Christ revealed through his friends the deep and abiding promise that he was not alone, even in that in-between time. And not only was he not alone in that liminal space, the abundance of God was waiting for him. My dear friends, as we walk these daunting days of liminal space, know this, you are not alone. For the God we know in Christ finds us in this very place to reveal God's mercy is far more vast than we could ever have known. That God's love is more inclusive than we could have ever imagined and God's grace is wider than even the heavens and that there is no place that you will ever find yourself where God is not. May it be so for us on this day and may we know this truth all of our days. Thanks be to God. Amen.